The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. If you're a fan of punk, you've heard the talent that created the song Hard Times. It comes from the just-released album Running from Reliance. This is an amazing skate punk band from Prescott, Arizona. I first heard them a couple of years ago with their last release, their Crashing Down EP. I was impressed then, but I'm even more impressed now with their new album. Some of the band members of Reliance and I got together for a long and pretty detailed talk about the band's history, their music, and how their Christian faith is the center of their message. Here's the first of the conversation with Reliance, followed by Not This Time from the Crashing Down EP. The Antidote welcomes the members of Reliance to the show. Guys, thanks for coming. It's good to be here. We appreciate you guys a lot. Our pleasure. Can the two of you introduce yourselves and tell us where you fit in the band? 
Well, my name is uh, Matthew Clark, and uh, I'm the, the drummer for Reliance. And uh, this guy right over here sitting next to me is my best friend. We've been playing together for quite some time. I would, I would say probably a good five years, huh? Yeah. Something like that. And um, Going on six. Yeah. And I do some backup vocals as well, and that's pretty much the gist of what I do. I do, all, I do stuff on the outside, too, and, you know, behind scenes, and we help create, you know, what God puts on our heart to do, so. But your tech person is your wife. Uh, my wife is uh, our Barnabas. <laughs> <laughs> she is behind the scenes. She's a huge blessing. Because she streamlined this so that we were able to talk together. That's right. Uh, my name is Albert, and I play guitar and, and sing. I mean, you know, I do most of the songwriting, and um, that's it. I'm terrible with tech. And who are we missing? Uh, we are missing uh, Kyle, um, who is actually uh, Albert's cousin, who's joined the band recently and uh, as the uh, second guitar player. And um, Robert, who lives in... Uh, San Pedro and California. He is California and he is our bass player. Yeah, Robert and me actually uh, we met when we were twelve in junior high, and uh, he was there when I first learned how to play. And you know, I kind of lost touch for a while. You know how sometimes you do with friends. You know, you kind of oh yeah, we used to play in this band together, and then you know you blink and it's been you know <laughs> fifteen twenty years, and then you give him a call or something. And you're like, hey man, I'm playing in this band now, so. He really helped us out. He came down and helped us uh, record our latest CD because uh, we were kind of like in between bass players. And I called him up and he was super about it. And he came and it was kind of like his little test run, his trial run was recording the CD. We're like, <laughs> look, man, I'll sing you the songs. If you can learn them and you don't screw up the CD, then you're in the band. <laughs> And that's basically like what he did. He he did really good, and his chops are on point. So he did that, and yeah, you know, he's like one of my best friends like, that I've known forever. And uh, uh, my cousin Kyle, you know, we really wanted to um, find another guitar player. We've been in search for a while, and, you know, he's my cousin, and it just made sense. And, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do with this CD as opposed to Crashing Down, like live, is we wanted to make sure that we sounded as much as the CD as possible, you know, because in the studio, you know, you have all these ideas, at least like my brain starts to work at hundred miles an hour in the studio. So then I'm like, Oh man, I want to have quadruple harmonies right here. I want to have three sets of octaves and a solo going in the background. It sounds really cool. But when you play live and we're a three piece, you know, people kind of feel cheated. They're like, they don't sound like the CD at all. <laughs> So and it's true. Sure. Some bands yeah. just don't sound all that great live. Right. I mean, we never got really complaints that we weren't close, but it was like we've had people say, you guys don't sound like the CD. And that used to bother me. But, you know, now with another guitar player and the fact that, you know, I encourage every band member to try to sing background vocals, to learn the harmony parts. Because I don't want to sound like the CD to the T live anyway, because you want to give people a different sound. You don't want to sound exactly to the T, but you want to kind of be able to do some of the harmonies and do the octaves and kind of, you know, for me, there's a lot of bands that I used to listen to where I used to look forward to like the octave part or to the harmonies, bands like Lagwagon and I like Noise for Name. And when they would play live, I would look forward to that part. And if they didn't do it, I would have been furious. 
with our songs we get so pumped up with like adrenaline that like a lot of times when we play the songs live i think they're faster we want to mix it up we want to mix it up we play definitely with more aggression and it's just another another opportunity to jam together and have a good time and believe it or not we continue to create when we play live and uh there's times when when we'll we'll end the show we'll be talking amongst each other and be like man that riff that you put in was unbelievably cool, you know, and, and, uh, which is not on the CD. That's why we love playing with one another because we're not afraid to always create, you know, I'm highly influenced by Pennywise. If you can't already tell, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one of my favorite bands, but like, the one thing that I liked about them is they were so powerful on the CD and live and their riffs were fairly basic. It was just four or five chords but it was the intensity that they played it with and like the way he sung that was just so in your face and just like, it was so like memorable. That's what I wanted a lot of our songs to sound like is it doesn't have to be tapping and solos and sweeps to kind of catch your ear. I was like, let's try to get them with straight up power, three, four chords, but let's play it like we mean it. I think the fact that we play it aggressive is my main concern because if we don't feel it and you can't hear it on our CD, then it just becomes boring. You're like, eh, this band sounds like they're just going through the motions. I want to feel Matthew's bass drum. I want to feel that role. I want to hear like the aggression and angst in Albert's voice. I want it to sound like he really believes the words he's saying. And nothing could be more truer with Christian music or music talking about faith. 
I mean, you got to sound like you really mean it. You're talking about faith. You're talking about life. We're talking about songs like Life or Death and and all these really powerful songs. And it's like we want to make sure that we come off like we actually mean what we say. And you have incredibly sing-along style songs. Thanks, man. Yeah, that that's a good compliment. I always tell Matthew, when I come up with something new, and you know what? The way the rewrite is odd, because I'm so cheap, I don't buy any software. Um, I download the app on my phone that's like the voice recorder app. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll literally play a riff, and I'll like sing nonsense on top of an acoustic riff, and I'll send it to him, hey, bro, what do you think? He's like, eh, he needs a little work. I'm like, you hate it. <laughs> okay, so then I'll go back to the drawing board while coming up. But it's kind of like, you know, I tell him, it's like, if I sing you the hook, and if you remember it after we hang up the phone, then we're on to something. Mm-hmm. Because if you hear the whole thing that I've written, and in 10 minutes you forgot all about it, it's not going to work as a song. You know, and, and as well, when you say lots of energy and intensity in our music, um, our music is based on relationship things that that we've experienced and and the deliverance that god has to uh delivered us from you know the hard times and the rough times uh that we've been through as a band and uh just life in general is very difficult and so when i'm playing drums i'm a very lyrical drummer it's almost like living you know the song in a way because we've experienced so much together and we've seen god pull us through and this the emotion that that gives knowing that that god is for us and uh and that that he's never let us down ever i think that has a lot to do with our energy and our intensity of our music and how we play Can't put out Apparently This is 
See what I mean about catchy sing-along songs? That was Broken Bottles off Crashing Down. Coming along, we'll take the talk further back into the history of Reliance. I did a search and found that your punk roots stretch back several years. Reliance used to be known as C28. How does then compare to now? Well, one day I woke up early in the morning and God put on my heart, he would like our band to be called Reliance. Wow. And I, and I called Albert and I told him and I said, Albert, listen. And so God put on my heart to change our name. And he's like, what, what, like to what? And I said, Reliance. The message has never changed. And that's what's important. Is the C-28, Commission 28. God, we've had some God-awful names before we were called Commission 28. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. Before we were called Commission 28, Matthew, and I'll put you on blast, our first <laughs> name was the God Squad. Yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. And then it was um, Beauty from Ashes, yeah. which was taken by like a screamo band. So that's how we had to change that. And then Matthew calls me one day and says, hey, bro, how about Father's Table? <laughs> Dude, there's I was story- like, wait a minute. I was like, yuck. <laughs> there's still a story behind that because we were, we were at our indoor skate park and I was eating, I think it was like a cake or something. And on the cake, sitting at the table – it said father's table and that's actually a, a like a bakery name you know Eesh, and i'm like hey how about father's table <laughs> i just laughed i was like yeah, that's that pretty bad. dumbest name ever yeah that's yeah, so long story short dave um you know c28 reliance same message different band members you know what i mean we had to go through some persecution and find out that 100 percent in the secular scene wasn't going to work for us it was just too much hassle and and um headache so, I mean, we still will play secular shows. You know, we're not opposed to it, but we're not going out of our way to hit up 10 clubs in Arizona to get on all these bills and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. We would we would rather do, you know, outreaches or churches or, you know, we're not opposed to playing anywhere. C28 was hungry for secular attention. I was hungry to be accepted by the punk scene. And that actually turned out to backfire because the punk scene is turned out to be very anti-Christ and very against everything that we were. And we were being nitpicked. Oh, you're wearing a suicidal tendency shirt? You guys ain't Christian. Oh, you like Pennywise? You're not Christian. It was just starting to burn us out, man. I was just like, this is, mm-hmm. this is not what – I can't do this, man. This, is, this sucks. So it was only a minor reinvention of the band, but maybe is that why Reborn came onto your Crashing Down EP? Well, yeah, well, we actually, it's weird because I wrote Reborn as C28. So all the songs on the Crashing Down City were like initially released as C28, and the name of the album was actually called Once Blind. Okay. Yeah, so that had just come out. Two, three months later, we decided to change it to Reliance, and we didn't want to shelve it, so we re-released it on Thumper Punk Records, and we changed the name to Crashing Down. So it's actually all C28. This CD running is the only thing that we've ever done as a band, fresh as Reliance.
Reborn was a cheery song. Crashing yeah. Down, that went the opposite way. And it says, what we have now has wasted our lives, beaten down, will never be the same. Why are we here, and why do we try? It seems mm-hmm. like all we had has died away. Right. That's harsh. So who was the song aimed at? Uh, well, funny enough, I wrote that song about my uh, um, my ex fiance and my child's mother. We had a really, you know, dysfunctional relationship for a while. We had a son together, and uh, you know, I actually wrote "Broken Bottles" and "Crashing Down" are one hundred percent about her. You can actually take that in different ways, but they were actually relationship songs about the struggles that we had and if you kind of listen to crashing down towards the end of the song where i tell her don't ever call my name or you know um basically whatever we had is long gone they're basically empowering songs like i'm gonna stand up for myself and i refuse to be treated like this and i can't believe that i wasted so much time in this dysfunctional relationship and i'm gonna really stand up and be who I was meant to be, and I'm not going to put up with this anymore. So the reason why those songs mean a lot to me is because I want somebody to hear it that maybe they're in an abusive relationship or they're in a relationship where they feel trapped. But this is to kind of empower them to go, you know, I can get out of this. You know, I don't have to stay in this, stay away, and I'm not going to be treated like this anymore. So that's what they kind of mean to me. And also, too, Dave, with, with that song crashing down, it's like we have a real enemy in the world. And the bottom line is, is, is he came to steal, kill, and destroy. And I was able to use that song and minister him and say, look, the enemy works the same way in our lives. And so the song to me, Crashing Down, is just simply saying, you know, the world around us is falling apart. You know, there's hope. It's not the end all. It may be crashing around you, but it's not over for you. Jesus gives new life. He, he restores. He refreshes. He brings back Uh, what was once broken, uh, Jesus can restore. Boom. Now I've got a question for you. You talked about dropping out of playing bars, playing the club scene, and just wanted to play Christian events. So then who are you preaching to? Is it just to the the solid Christians? No, No, that was why part of the response was, you know, we are still open to playing Mm -hmm. anywhere. Matter of fact, Dave, the very last show that Reliance played was in March and that was at a local bar here in town. And there was three local bands because we got asked to play. Hey man, you know, Hey, we got some bands available, man. You guys want to play? Sure, man, we'll play. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, but there's a lot of Christian bands that we've talked to and associated to where they say, Oh my God, if uh, we were invited to play with secular bands, we would say no. And I'm like, you know what? If there's an opportunity for us to play, let's do it, Matt. Those people need to hear it just as much as anybody else. So it's like, we're really open, but I do want to focus on having a balance of Christian shows and secular shows. Because I believe that our music needs to be heard by everybody, man. This is Matthew, the drummer to Reliance. And this is Albert from Reliance. And you're listening to the Antidote. No, Antidote. Antidote. Damn it. One more time, Dave. This is Matthew, the drummer to Reliance. And this is Albert from Alliance. And you're listening to The Antidote. Antidote. 
this world come crashing down on me Come crashing down on me There's a song I've played several times on The Antidote. That was Crashing Down, the title track from Reliance's EP. Let's hear more about Crashing Down, the band's new label, and the song Once Blind. Let's carry on with the message that you're creating with Reliance by bringing in another track from the Crashing Down EP. Once Blind says, Sleeping with the Swine, Drowning in Decline. There is only so much backsliding before you've fallen. <laughs> are you saying that there are limits to forgiveness? No, absolutely not. There's a limit to what the definition of backsliding is. And that I wrote that song about me. Matthew can attest here that I backslid a lot of times. And what we do a lot of times is we like to um, rationalize getting uh, lost back into our old sin or old habits. Say, hey, man, I want to talk to you, brother. It kind of seems like you're falling back into your old this or your that. No, I'm fine. And I'm not backsliding. I'm just kind of dabbling and dibbling and dabbling. So I say that there's only so much before you officially are backsliding, before you're officially saying, yep, I'm doing this again. I'm on drugs again, or I'm whatever the sin that the person was caught in. There's only so much of that before you go, you're officially backsliding, dude. Well, yeah, and it brings that the two songs together with, with crashing down and once blind and all of that is because like Albert was saying, being in the secular world only and playing those shows only and not being connected with uh, playing like uh, uh, outreaches and stuff like that, you can lose focus once saved, always saved. Absolutely. We we believe that once you are saved, you're saved no matter what. But at the same time, we got to realize that the enemy doesn't like us. So if he, if he can get the opportunity to just keep us in a place that is strictly secular, 
sin is devious, man, and it's powerful. You talk about and, falling and, and too. Yeah, yeah, falling. yeah. And and basically, only backslide before right, you fall. Right. And basically, what we're trying to say is, don't think that you're above sin. Don't think that you're above falling or or going back into your own ways just because you're saved and you're going to heaven. You see, that's when the enemy wants to attack even more. Yep. Is because he wants to try to stop you from making a difference in the world. From for you know, he wants to try to stop you from being that light. And then it's like before you know it, man, the enemy is taking you off the path, and you ain't even going to church. You ain't even singing about Jesus. You ain't even reading your Bible. You're dude. You fell off, man. And there was a time in my life, a lot of times, Matthew, where I hung up the phone on God. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to hear it because I know that I'm messing up, and I don't want to hear you tell me that I'm messing up. Click. It wasn't just the band name change that came around. You also changed labels because Crashing Down released through Raven Faith Records in 2018. Now yeah. you're on, as you mentioned, Thumper Punk Records. Mm -hmm. And that same EP has been re-released through them. Yes. How is a label change going to affect the band? Well, it's all about having a good team behind you. You know, having people that really believe in what you're doing and they believe in what you guys are about and i'm not saying that raven faith did it the only thing that i can say about the reason why we just chose to do one on raven faith and then we wanted to look like elsewhere raven faith is cool kelly's a cool guy you know i don't have no problems with those guys whatsoever we just wanted somebody that was a little bit more hands-on you know what i mean that kind of put a little more time into pumping us up that really wanted to go out of his way to kind of get our band into more ears, into more people's, you know, minds. And it was like, when we talked to David from Thumper Punk, he really dug our tunes. He really wanted to help us out. And he was like willing to go the extra mile before we even put anything else on. He's like, just as a fan, here's what I'm going to do. And he was like, it was unbelievable. It was like, he was just putting in the time, pumping us up. People were hitting us up. I was like, wow, he's done this. And we haven't even dropped anything with him yet. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is like a no-brainer, man. You want to give credit where credit's due, you know? He's earned that from us. And I believe, you know, to be honest, Dave, that this has just started. I mean, you know, we just dropped running. Yeah. You know, there's still a lot of stuff that, you know, that we're going to do with David. And uh, I told David, as soon as everything from the coronavirus and all this kind of craziness goes back to normal, man, we're going to pay Dave back. And we're going to come and play shows in Northern Cali. We're going to do, we're going to start to put our money where our mouth is and really start to get out there and start doing shows and pumping up Thumper Punk and helping him out when he needs a couple bands for shows. And I want to pay him back for all that he's doing right now for us.
Thumper Punk made a good choice because the Reliance EP running, it's killer. Thanks, man. Thank you. You know, the funny thing about it is that I find it's almost split equally between sad and joyful. So (laughs) is that a reflection of your life? Yep. And if I was to say anything else, I would be joking because life is full of ups and downs. The only thing that is certain is our relationship with Jesus, man. This world is full of uncertainty, even now, and it's getting worse. So, yes, this life that we live is full of pain. It's full of hurt. It's full of suffering. But Jesus said, rejoice, because God is producing faith through all of it. Life is just that way, Dave. And that's just the reality. It's just that, you know, we know that there's hope beyond the darkness. There's light in the dark. Well, dude, plus, dude, we're using life, bro. Like you said, it's split between happy and joyful. Therein lies the way that these songs are written, mm-hmm. right? Right, yeah. I use all the experience that we've gone through, because there's a song on there called Helpless, the first song on the CD. Mm-hmm. And that's about one of our friends that we knew that died of a heroin overdose. And that's a brutal song. I mean, it says, there's so much left to say we never got the chance All that I had found was nothing you could use. And the saddest part is that there's nothing we could do. Right. Because you know what? Number one, you know, it was about our friend here in town. And, you know, um, he was going through a rough patch and we tried to help him. And, you know, like ultimately we try to share our experience with him and we try to get him clean. And, you know, he wasn't done yet. And he had to go back out there and he ultimately passed away. He overdosed not too long, and I wanted to write a song about him. So, you know, if you listen to the theme of the songs, I mean, Helpless, you know, um, a friend that died of a heroin overdose, Stand Tall, was about all the friends that we lost and all the stuff that we were putting all of our importance into in the secular scene. You know, it was all about, you know, we're down, not out this time. We are all we have. It was kind of like, you know, when all the smoke settled, everybody just bailed on us. You know, I mean, not everybody, but a majority. And it's a, you know, it's weird because when you start writing about your real life, it does kind of get split between happy, sad, and then some cool stuff. But like songs like Running, you know, that's all about people that we know that they're just like falling off the deep end. And, we, you know, we lose people to addiction all the time. We lose people to suicide and we lose people to just all kinds of craziness. And I want to share that, man. I don't want to just pretend like, you know, like we're a pop punk band where like every song is just positive and happy because that's not real life. But what's different about you guys is that most Christian artists only bring positive messages into their music. And that's why you don't fit that Christian band mold because you share the ups and downs. So here's the question. Does that make you rebels or heretics? (laughs) I would say both. Rebellitics. I would say I would say that would make us disciples of Jesus. Oh, that was so smooth. <laughs> but that was the most Christian answer you could have said. I guess right so. That's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That being real, Dave. Real. You know what I mean? Talk about real stuff. You know, dude, come on. You you even said yourself, you guys are Christian music that doesn't suck. Okay? Yeah, and the reason is is because talk about real stuff. People are like, remember when we heard when we did a crashing down? They're like, oh wait, if you're a Christian band, how come you guys have songs about relationships and like heartbreak? 
I'm like, well, because I'm not going to act like every day is just, you know, like the sun shining and birds are chirping. We go through a lot of stuff in our lives. And why not sing about that? Every song doesn't have to be necessarily a praise and worship song. You know, you can actually be real and talk about the troubles that you're going through or the, the pitfalls. It doesn't always have to be so watered down. Well, the, the reality is this. The stuff that we've been through, Dave, you, you just met us. So we have a past. We have the same with you. Everybody that's listening right now has a past. They've suffered. They've been through so much, and they're probably still going through so much. I lost my wife of 22 years to, to malignant melanoma skin cancer. She was my first love out of high school, and she ended up getting cancer. My son got diagnosed shortly after that at 12 years old with uh, type 1 diabetes. Um, I, I've been through so much in my life. And that's just and, our drummer. You know, and, <laughs> and it goes on and on and on and on. But here's the thing. I love Jesus. He gives me hope. He gives me strength through, through the darkness and through the hard time. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because God is with me. His rod and the staff, they comfort me. I know how much he loves me. I know that there's hope beyond this life. We just want to be real because I believe that if we display our real life to the world, then we're going to be able to relate and we're, we're going to be able to be there to be a light, to help them, to love them with the love of Jesus. You tell them, Matt. Punk always throws me. I mean, how can songs that come across as fast and fun tell such a brutally sad story? That was the song Helpless. Now I bring up another song from Running with Albert and Matthew. Well, let's talk about another one of those songs. You know, I have no idea when you wrote Stand Tall, but that really fits our COVID situation because the lyrics say, I have never felt this way, seeing people die 
and come and go before my eyes. Mm-hmm. Make the most of every day. All we have are temporary things that go away. Right. On. How are you guys making the most of every day? Mm. Well, I'll go first, I guess. By loving my family, by loving my brothers and sisters, by just spending time with them and knowing that uh, life is short. Life is a vapor. We're here today. We're gone tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. And the other thing is to my relationship with the Lord, man. And, and that's just the bottom line. It's uh, I can stand tall through all of the situations and circumstances and the stuff that's going on in the world because I know that there's a better place for us, man. I know that, that God went and prepared a place for us where he is. We're going to be with him as well. And that gives us so much hope and encouragement you know, to stand tall through this time. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of funny, Dave, is Stand Tall was written like a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And it was a song that we wrote, we kind of put together. I think we played it like once at a show years ago. And then we like shelved it. We're like, eh, that song's not that good. Mm -hmm. And then, because I always like to dig back through like the archives sometimes and see if there was a riff or maybe a hook that might work. And then I found like an old um, recording of us playing it like in the garage. And I go, dude, this song is actually pretty good. So we re- like revamped it a few months before we went to go record the new CD. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It fits into the mold of everything that's going on right now. And it really put things into perspective. And man, it's a cool song. But I like it uh, because it can go over to any situation you're going through. It's a song that basically encourages people to not get beaten down to not be defeated to not put their lives and hearts into things that are just temporary that are just like smoke and vapors there's actually like a a line in that song that i wrote uh, initially uh it says people always never stay the same (laughs) and now you know what that's 100 percent real life right there you know what i mean people change People always will let you down. Man will always let you down. And we wanted to let them know that, you know, that that's just a real statement. And we got to stand tall and, you know, stay plugged in with God. And, you know, we want to make sure that during this time that we can cling to each other and, you know what I mean, and not really lose focus. So the way that I believe that we can love one another with a true love is don't expect that person never to, to let you down. You know, you definitely screw up every single day. And so does everybody in this world because nobody is perfect. People are going to let you down. But you know what? I love you even though you did let me down. And that's, I believe, with all my heart, that's looking through the eyes of Jesus. Yeah.
Stand Tall from the new Reliance album, Running. If you're into punk, you'll also recognize the name Thumper Punk Records. Head over to the label's Bandcamp page to download the music of Reliance and all kinds of other great punk artists. We still have more to come from Reliance, but here's the plan for next week on The Antidote. We'll be visiting with two artists, one punk band, one singer-songwriter. Now, obviously, those aren't similar styles, but there is a connection. They both have an emo influence. Tune in as we meet with Brave Days and Bearheart. Okay, here's the last part of our visit with Reliance and their song pick for tonight. Keep well, and I'll see you next week. Well, I guess it's about time for us to finish up here. Can I put the two of you on the spot and have you choose a Reliance song to close up the show? And tell us why you chose that one. Well, let's play something off of like our new album. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think, brother? You know what? How about Life or Death? That one's cool. Life or Death? Yeah, I like that one. Life or Death, bro? That's a great song. Yeah, whatever works, man. I'm putting you guys on the spot because you I like all of them and I wasn't able to choose. <laughs> Life or Death, bro? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, and what's special about Life or Death? Mm. Life or Death is so is so special because it was actually an original written in 2014 song. So this song actually is six, seven years, six years old. It was one of the first songs that we ever written together. It was in the first batch of songs that we kind of put together that we wrote. And for some reason, I don't know, like we just wanted to revive it. And it's a really special song because it reminds me when we first started playing together because we wrote that song you know in our first little uh you know when we first started to get together 
I like to hear this song the way it was meant to be heard, like in full like production, and it really sounds like how I like envisioned it to sound when we first wrote it. But we our first two demos were cool, but they were like recorded in our practice space or at a the church. So we really didn't get it to get the, the full production, real studio uh touch to it. But now that we have, it's one of my favorite songs. We have been seeing a lot of death in our world lately. We're all going to die someday. Where are we going to go? What's our next journey? Well, it's eternal life in Jesus Christ. And he has a place that he prepared for us that is so beautiful with no more pain, suffering, hurt, tears, nothing. And he did that for us because he loves us so much. He did it for every single one of us. That's why this song is special to me because we do live for eternity. This song was written during like the ISIS. Remember when like, like it was all over the news, like the ISIS stuff. That's who wrote it. Because that's all you've seen over the news was ISIS, beheadings. And if you really break down like the lyrics, you can see the reflection of that and hear that. Because we're saying that, you know, pain on earth is only temporary. You know, keep your mind on things above. You know, like knowing that, you know, this isn't the final stop. That's what really inspired me because I was getting blown away. These people literally, you know, given a choice, you know, denounce Christ or we're going to cut your head off. And it kind of was just like this faith is like hard steel. And I thought that was just amazing. Guys, this has been a great talk. Thanks so much for coming and sharing about Reliance with the Antidote. Yeah, it was. we had a great time. Well, thanks for having us, Dave, man. Appreciate it. Don't forget, to, uh, we want everybody out there to uh, listen to our new album. Uh, you can find it on thumperpunkrecords.com, um, Spotify, like all the sites where you can stream, um, and uh, Reliance777 at Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. So, you know, you can find us wherever there's social media.